1: Twenty twenty three and twenty twenty four. How you doing, Martha? Good morning, and Merry Christmas.
2: Oh, good morning, and Merry Christmas to you too, Tommy.
1: What kind of progress has been made with the homeless situation in New Orleans and the area in
2: twenty twenty three? Well, um, actually, we did a street count in October, and the numbers on the street are down substantially from what they were in um, January. And I attribute that primarily uh to the city doing a great job expanding the low barrier shelter and actually targeting 149 uh new beds for uh people on the street so that has really reduced the um the street population um we we also you know are anticipating our big competitive HUD grant uh, that we were awarded last year, but we still don't actually have access to. And so that will be coming in January, we expect, and that will allow us to greatly increase the number of unhoused people on the street that we can take off the street and house. Um, It's enough resources to take practically everyone off the street, um, especially because the city will be adding even more resources to that. So it's um, we have enough resources in that grant to take 420 people off the street, and the city is adding more resources.
1: You know, and as you say that, I think, Martha, about w- where do the people that are on the street, where, where do they come from, where did they come from? Because if you take 400 whatever many off, are they replaced by others from other areas? Are the people that are homeless now primarily from this area? Because that's a consideration, right?
2: Yes, the people who are um, homeless in our community are primarily from our area or from South Louisiana or the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So they're, you know, they're mostly our people, uh, the vast majority of them. Now, in the big encampments, the numbers of um, of newcomers uh, to the community are a little bit higher than that. Um it, because I guess those are the visible areas for people who are new to the community to go to. But even so, those camps tend to be primarily uh, New Orleanians. We have to keep in mind that a quarter of our population in New Orleans is below the poverty line. So at any moment, people are struggling with um, falling in and out of homelessness because they cannot pay these huge rents the the current uh fair market rent for a one bedroom apartment is one thousand one hundred and forty nine dollars and there's a lot of folks in our community who are making minimum wage or just slightly above that, and they can't afford these rents, so they're constantly falling in and out of homelessness. It is uh you know when we talk about you know at, right now having about four hundred people on the street who are homeless who are sleeping on the street that is not that's just a one night count so you know if i took a census one week and then a census the next week there would be a whole lot of new folks there it's a whirling swirling mass of vulnerable people
1: and i guess the question is Are you concerned that the 400-something that are removed will be replaced by more people that become homeless? And if so, what happens to them?
2: That's our challenge. That's our challenge. And so one of the things that the city has been helping with is they have a consultant who has um, been working closely with Unity on analyzing our numbers and trying to figure out what the inflow is, which is a complex issue so that we can come up with enough resources to not only Get homelessness down to the lowest level in 20 years, but keep it down. All
1: right, let me take a break. We'll pick it up here and we'll come back, talking to Martha Cagle, Executive Director uh, director of Unity of Greater New Orleans, and that includes not just the Orleans Parish area, I mean, not just Orleans Parish, but the entire Greater New Orleans area. We'll talk about other parishes as well. We'll talk about plans for 2024 and also about the the uh, children on the street and how much of a problem is it for families, not just Individuals and, of course, mental health concerns too. Mark Rose is going to join us at 7:45. President and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union, he's going to help you manage your money with Mark as he does every Friday. Especially important during this holiday season. So we got a lot coming up this hour as we count down to Christmas together here on WWL 7:20. Time for traffic. 724 725 call it friday morning december 22nd tommy tucker wwl talking to martha Cagle, executive director of unity of greater new orleans about the homeless situation um martha one thing i always like to mention when we have these conversations is um i don't think a lot of people realize i here's a problem i think with with homeless people i think Deep down, we all know this is something we should be, as human beings, concerned about. We need to be concerned about. Sometimes, just from a a micro level, we have so many things to worry about it, we don't want to have to worry about it, so we just want it to go away. And what gets lost in that equation is these are human beings involved here, and these are families with sometimes children that need help. And a a lot of times, there but for the grace of God go I, right?
2: Yes, exactly. I mean that is one of the worst tragedies when you see um, a child on the street who's homeless. I recently participated at that October point in time count, and you know this. We started off at nine o'clock at night, and the very first um, people that we encountered on the street in Central City was a uh, mom and dad and two small children. Mm. I mean, I just started crying. It was yeah. just horrible. You think, you um, think if, and, if
1: people would do more interaction, then maybe they'd understand and not just try to ignore the problem?
2: I think that, you know, when we're scared as human beings, we tend to blame other people. Mm-hmm. And I think um, we all just need to hold a lot of compassion because, you know, there are people in our community who are working really hard at, you know, the jobs that we all depend on um, – as essential workers, and they're making, you know, $9 an hour, $10 an hour, $8 an hour. (laughs) And there's just no way that they can afford these rents. And so we need to have a lot of compassion for people. And then if you're disabled, you know, you have mental illness through no fault of your own, um, you know, things are worse. And oftentimes when you have mental illness, then you tend to oftentimes, you know, try to medicate yourself with – alcohol or substances and that makes things worse and you know i think we just have to have a lot of compassion for people people are um you know we're all brothers and sisters and we're all part of the solution uh and we all need to do what we can do to reach out to other people because truly there but for the grace of god go i i have a family member who you know, would be homeless if it weren't for the fact that, you know, fortunately we're a middle-class family who has the resources to assist.
1: There is a, um, a narrative out there that people like to believe that, well, the people that are out on the street, they want to be there. They want to be homeless. And I guess in some cases that is the case, but that's not the majority, is it?
2: That's not the majority at all. And we proved that beyond a shadow of a doubt during the stay-at-home order when we took um, six – 116 people off the street, and we were ba- basically able to empty the streets. There were only 30 people who turned us down. Um, there was a period of time in the spring of 2020 when there was virtually no one on the street. There were only 30 people who turned us down. We kept track of it. And, um, you know, those people actually we were the most worried about because they tended to be the people with the most severe, you know, mental health issues. Um, but the vast majority of people were, you know, desperate to go with us. We, we could offer them, you know, just very bare-bones hotel rooms. And then from there, we placed as many of them as we possibly could into apartments with case management services. And, you know, that just really proved definitively that the vast majority of people want to be housed. What you about, know,
1: Martha, before we run out of time, what about looking ahead to next year?
2: So next year is very exciting. We have um, our big HUD grant coming. I I think everyone in the community seems to be feeling a lot of anxiety and angst because the resources didn't come when we thought they were coming, but they're coming soon. If we all work together, we can really make a huge difference in our community. Again, I think we'll be able to um, bring homelessness down to the lowest level in 20 years, and I think with the city's help, we'll be able to keep it that way.
1: While goodwill is in everybody's heart, how can somebody help if they want to with unity or with the homeless situation, Martha?
2: So I would ask for donations um, so that we can buy people the things that they need to set up housekeeping. Keep in mind our clients have nothing, mm. so they need all the basics: pots, pans, you know, furnishings. Um, so if you can make a donation, go to the UnityGNO.org. And it will tremendously help us uh, do this really hard work.
1: I think an accurate analogy would be sometimes you're just walking along and due to circumstances beyond your control, you fall in a hole and it is so deep you can't get out of it without help. Accurate?
2: That's exactly so. People quickly lose hope and they spiral into hopelessness. And it makes such a huge difference when they um, are given a place to live again. And very importantly, case management services, a case manager who's going to visit them and make sure that they get connected to health care, mental health care, substance use treatment, back to their families, whatever they need to stay stable.
1: Thank you, Martha. I hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays.
2: You too, and, and same to all your listeners. Oh, if somebody
1: wants to donate, how do they do it?
2: Uh, they should go to Unity G N O. Thank you.
1: And they can donate online. UnityGNO.org, donate online. Martha Cagle, executive director of that organization. we come back, we'll help you manage your money with Mark Rosa, president and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Right now, 730, time for WWL First News. For that, we go to our news director, one Dave Cohen.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?